What's up, everyone? Welcome to Plus Ultra Anime. We are on episode 15 today. I'm Jordan. This is Natty. Hey, guys. Hope everyone's had a great week. Just a quick reminder, we do post one episode every week. Every Monday night, we record, post it, so it's pretty much ready to go Tuesday morning. So, anyways, make sure to keep checking us out. We appreciate the support and love having you here to listen to all our episodes. Anyways, we're going to jump right into it. So today we've got quite a bit of information to go through. Uh, A company called Suburaya Productions has just announced that they have teamed up with Marvel in a way that they're going to be able to help sell more of their Ultraman product. Ultraman supposedly has been a massive, massive success worldwide. It's on Netflix. Honestly, I've seen it as I've skimmed past it, but never really had was I interested in it. But basically what they're saying is uh, Marvel is going to help them basically create, you know, more merchandise and and more advertising and help them basically get their product out to more parts of the world. They've said that they've made a bigger commitment, you know, in the past year or two to try and get their Ultraman more worldwide known. And supposedly it's been a big success. And after joining up with Marvel, they're super stoked about it, like... Honestly, who wouldn't be? You're teaming up with one of the biggest superhero companies in the world. So this is going to be big for them. Um, Suburaya, Suburaya Productions CEO, he did. He, he said, We are delighted to announce the partnership with Marvel, one of the leading entertainment companies that has produced fascinating characters and stories loved by fans across the globe for over 80 years. We can't be more excited to explore and create new stories for the Ultraman franchise with Marvel, bringing them to both Marvel and Ultraman fans around the world. So basically, this the good thing for, for both these companies is they're going to both basically pick up each other's fan bases and where their superhero stories are, are pretty similar from one to the other. You know, they actually fit in really well with each other. So this is actually, I feel like this was actually a good pickup for Marvel just as much as it was for the Suburaya Productions. So if you haven't watched Ultraman yet, you can check it out on Netflix. It's supposed, like I said, it's supposed to be a fantastic series. Who knows, maybe one day I'll check it out. I'm not super into the superhero movies. Like, I like them. Like, the Marvel movies are okay. But I don't I don't get super excited about seeing them. It's like, eh, I see them once. I would say I'm a casual Marvel fan. Wouldn't you say so, Nathy? Yeah, me too. I think... Here and there, we'll watch them, but we're not a big fan of all of them. True that. So anyways, check it out. Moving on. So this this is actually some pretty crazy news. So Demon Slayer, we've, we've talked about Demon Slayer quite a bit in, in the past chunk of episode, in past episodes that we've had. And Demon Slayer, is not only has the manga been super successful, but since the anime came out, the manga has actually like totally exploded and in fact it's gotten it's done so well that the yearly overall sales for manga demon slayer is number one which is crazy because one piece has been the number one forever and while one piece is still the number one in overall new chapters and stuff like that sold demon slayer has been kicking its butt mainly because a lot of people have been seeing the anime. They get excited about the anime. So now they go out and buy all the volumes possible up to what they can. So 
now it's just an insane amount of purchases you've had. So, so they they released the numbers last week, kind of on the sales numbers, and Demon Slayer is sitting at eleven point almost eleven point seven million volumes sold, which is insane. I mean, that is just so much money coming in, and you know, well worth it. One of this is an amazing, awesome, awesome series. So I wouldn't, I actually wouldn't mind reading the manga on this, but I feel like. Demon Slayer has done such a good job converting the manga into the anime. It's been f- fantastic. Like I was telling Nathy earlier today that I think one of the best anime fights and scenes that I've seen is that whole fight with the demon that's uh, the, that's beating the drums and the whole room is shifting on him the whole time. They just made that come alive in such an incredible way. It's it was awesome. Uh, One Piece, like I said, it's still number is the number two. On, on sales and it's almost at 10 million it's like 9.9 million so that's still an insane amount of copies sold especially with how long one piece has been out and running and that's like mainly new volume well i wouldn't say mainly new volumes but i think a lot of that is and then number three believe it or not is kingdom is at 7.5 million almost 7.6 million copies sold this year kingdom is a series we talked about i can't remember if it was last week or the week before they're getting their new anime series as a season three that'll be coming out sometime next year. So anyways, I just think it's awesome to see how Demon Slayer has been so successful and that even in the manga and the anime, both are just kicking butt. And I, when this next movie comes out for Demon Slayer, it won't surprise me in the slightest if it's numbers and sales are close to that of one piece, uh, one piece stampede, what, what would you th- don't you think so? Oh, uh, yeah, like I'm agree. Um, it's like you said, like One Piece. It's been such a big um, like series, but if you think about it, it's been out for a longer time. Twenty years. Twenty, 20 years. years. Mm-hmm. In um, Demon Slayer, it's just been out for a couple of months, and they're doing better than all of these other ones. So that it's super impressive and. I am super excited for the movie. Actually, I've been keeping an eye on all the posts that they and we see on the internet, and I get super excited about it. I think it's one that I really loved, and I'm super excited for the movie. Yeah. Any any chance we get to see more Demon Slayer? Or yeah. Any any second we hear anything about it or see anything on Facebook, we tag each other and <laughs> just like look, it's more info. So I I don't know if. Uh, so the manga's been out for quite a quite a bit. I don't know exactly how many years the manga's been going, but you know the anime just came out earlier this year with Demon Slayer, and it's been it's been fantastic. So again, like I've said before, if you are watching any specific anime right now and you haven't seen Demon Slayer, I'd recommend stopping in the middle of whatever you're watching and going to watch Demon Slayer. It's only like 25, 26 episodes, and it's well worth the watch. I you won't you won't feel bad about stopping to watch that one so anyways moving on so this past week or week week and a half ago something interesting happened in new york city so it was the 40th anniversary for the mobile suit gundam series and in a combination of creators and officials they gathered together to dedicate a, an official gundam day so from now on november 15th has been named gundam day in new york city 
throughout the world, which I thought was kind of interesting. Gundam isn't really a series that I've ever been really interested in. I think the only series that I've watched that has been similar to that has been Gurren Lagann, which was also a phenomenal series. That's an, another 24, 25 episode series that is well worth the watch if you haven't seen that. Um, but pretty cool just to see, you know, anime again, making an impact overseas here in the, uh, well, I guess here in the U.S. been making, it's been making a big impact here in the U.S. One so big that they're actually setting apart an actual day for it. So anyways, I thought that was kind of funny. So moving on, this past week, I've, you know, I've, I've heard there's a rumor going around that Disney is going to try making a, a live action Dragon Ball series or Dragon Ball movie. Now, I think it's important to understand that Disney does not own the franchise of Dragon Ball, but it does own the film distribution rights, which, which means that if that if or when, probably more likely when a Dragon Ball movie is made, and it's set out to theaters, you know, they receive a portion of the profits on the distribution to, and it's whatever money is agreed upon between, you know, Disney and the, and Toei Animation, since Toei Animation, you know, is the ones that still really pretty much own Goku and the, and the Z fighters. So to be honest, I don't think a live action movie with Dragon Ball will work. I know they tried it with that Dragon Ball Evolution several years ago, I don't even remember how old that movie is. What was that, like 2008, 2009, something like that? It was awful. It, like, it's definitely not worth the watch. It, I didn't feel like the character made a good Goku. The It just wasn't... It felt like it almost... wasn't right. Yeah, no, it almost felt like a a fan-made, a fan flick, you know? <laughs> it, just, it just wasn't very good. And honestly, I think Dragon Ball Z, the best way to keep it is as an anime... I, I don't know, though. It's like you, you take what Disney's done with Marvel and some of the stuff, and they've actually turned, you know, Spider-Man into good movies. I mean, they've made some good movies, but I don't know. Disney, to me, I don't think they're necessarily the right choice to make Dragon Ball. Like Disney lately has just been, I don't know. I haven't been a big fan of the most recent Disney movies. I just feel like there's a lot of political stuff pushed into it but whatever that's another topic for another day I guess <laughs> but rather than seeing a live action thing with uh, with Dragon Ball I'd much rather see more Dragon Ball maybe a continuation on Dragon Ball Super and done by Toy Animation and forget Disney altogether so what do you think Natty? Yeah agree with you I like the old school Disney, I don't have a problem with that. We even got um, Disney Plus for the kids, and they're loving it. Um, That's their new streaming system, if for some reason you live under a rock and didn't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, so, like you said, I just don't like the idea of Disney pushing uh, themselves to get into the anime business. I don't know. I think it's just, no. See, and before... Disney was the distributor of Studio Ghibli, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Now HBO Max is getting getting that chunk of business, which I think is awesome. Um, I don't know. I don't even know if it's so much as just a Disney doing it. I just think a live action Dragon Ball, regardless who makes it, just I don't know if I would really be that into it. It just just not for me. Anyways, what do you guys think? Let us know. 
you know, on her, on her Twitter, Instagram. So another, another bit of big news coming out. If you've been a fan of Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen, it's a manga that's been going around since 2018. Uh, it's actually done really well. It has just gotten its announcement for an anime adaptation coming out. So that's pretty awesome. Supposedly, this is kind of a similar style to Yu Yu Hakusho or, or even Bleach. Kind of that same, you know, magic slash, you know, spirit, I don't know, spirits, demons type of type of series. Um, it's a story basically about a high schooler. His name's Yuji. You know, he dives into a supernatural world and, you know, he's, he's from Sugisawa town and he goes to number three high school. I think this will be a series that Nancy would really like, especially because it's, you know, kind of based that high school genre. But at the same time, kind of getting into supernatural things. Uh, the synopsis for it is actually stated like this. Yuji is a genius at track and field, but has zero interest running around in circles. He's happy as a clam in the occult research cl- club, although he's only in the club for kicks. Things get serious when a real spirit shows up at school. Life's about to get pretty strange in Sugisawa Town, number three high school. So definitely one to be excited for. It'll be coming out sometime next year. Um always looking forward to those kinds of series we like i said we loved bleach i haven't seen yu yu hakusho always heard good things about that one though so we'll give you more information on that as it becomes more available a little later on so in some other news if you have a funimation account um big announcement for them they have actually just been announced that full metal alchemist the entire anime franchise including full metal alchemist brotherhood will be available on their streaming service as well as Black Butler. Both those have been available on Netflix for some time, and I don't know if they still are. I'd su- I would assume so. They've been available for what seems like forever. But two great series to check out. Full Metal Alchemist, like I said in a, in a past episode, that was not my cup of tea. I definitely was not a fan of Full Metal Alchemist, but Nancy absolutely loved it. She li- She even really liked the live-action movie that they had on Netflix that came out. But for me, I just Full Metal Alchemist just didn't do it for me. But let Natty tell you how good it is. She loved it. Full Metal Alchemist? I love it. I think it's just the, the type of show, like, um, I don't know, similar to Bleach. It has, like, a dark side, but then, I don't know, it's, like, they're intense. So I liked it. I wonder, I think for me, what what threw it off for me is it's mostly a serious series. There's not a whole lot of comedy or anything like that. It's, Mm -hmm. it's dark, but, and it's serious. Mm -hmm. And I, I like, I like, I like dark series, (coughs) excuse me, but I like them to have some comedy included in it. I don't know. It just wasn't for me. Natty loved it and she would more than happily watch it again. So anyways, if you do have a Funimation account, and you're in the market for looking at a new anime on which one you want to watch, it's definitely one to take a look at. Or actually Black Butler too, so there's two you can take a look at. (laughs) Anyways, as far as another new anime that has been announced, uh, guess what will be getting another series? What do you think? Mm. All right, I'm just going (laughs) to cut the suspense and tell you. (laughs) Beyblade's getting another series. 
you know, and as I was reading about this, they actually mentioned that That's why some weird this. stuff, like they said that Anime News Network shared on shared the news that Beyblade would be returning with an anime series as well as a mysterious additional series that may appear as either an anime or manga revisiting the world where Moses himself utilized Beyblades in order to split the Red Sea. <laughs> Which I think is just dumb. That is just weird. Moses, that, there you go. You know, the, you know the secret, the mystery behind the parting of the Red Sea in the Bible. Moses did it with a Beyblade. <laughs> so this is actually... Actually, what Beyblade has done is pretty impressive if you think about it. So it started out as a manga back in 1990, and they really focused big time on their merchandise. You know, I played Beyblades a little bit when I was a kid, not a ton. Like, it just wasn't a thing my friends and I were into, and it wasn't really that interesting. The whole let it rip and all that just, you know, when I say let it rip, I was talking more about a fart than <laughs> than a Beyblade. So it is impressive that they've been able to get... I don't know, two, three anime series out of it. It hasn't been nearly as popular as like Pokemon or Digimon or even Yu-Gi-Oh for that because fact. Because we had enough with Digimon. Well, it's kind of that's it's a similar genre. I think I, Pokemon's its whole other world. Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! is awesome too. And I liked Yu-Gi-Oh! all the way through the entire Yu-Gi series. Once they started with the other guys, eh, lost kind of lost my interest in Yu-Gi-Oh! But Beyblade is definitely been popular for some people it was not one for me but if you are a Beyblade fan you got another series coming out uh, sometime next year so uh, be excited for it if you like Beyblade so if you guys remember too a few weeks ago eh, probably even say a month or two ago uh, there was an announcement saying that Star Wars was going to be getting a new manga that was going to be covering Luke Skywalker. It's called Star Wars Legends of Luke Skywalker. And this past week, the reason why we're talking about it, this past week is they actually um, launched the new cover art for the series. Now, this is actually supposed to be coming out January 2020. And Star Wars right now has a ton of hype going for it, especially because, you know, you know how Disney's done it. You know, anytime they're getting ready for a Star Wars movie, they have a game launch right before it to try and build up some hype, try and increased you know sales for it which i talked a little bit about star wars jedi fallen order last week which is a great game i've really really liked it it's very much like uncharted or dark souls or i wouldn't say dark souls what's the bloodborne it's very much like bloodborne and and uncharted uncharted is i still think it's probably better than the Star Wars game but anyways i'm getting off the topic here i love uncharted but it's very similar to that but the game was fantastic. The game has been fantastic. I haven't finished it yet, but man, it's been really good and I've really liked it a lot. So with that, you know, they use that to to stoke up episode nine coming out. And then after that, we're going to have the manga coming out next week. Now it is featuring artists like Akira Himekawa, who was the artist behind the legend of Zelda manga, which is pretty cool. And, I guess I guess Disney and Viz Media they've got plans on also doing a manga adaptation for Frozen Two, which, ugh, no thank you. I'm one of those guys that has heard Let It Go one two I'd uh, say a billion too many times, ten billion too many times. So I'll pass on anything Frozen related. But anyways, going back into Star Wars here. So this is 
this is coming out soon. The synopsis for this goes as follows. As a cargo ship rockets across the galaxy to Canto Bight, the deckhands... You know, wait, hold on. Going to Canto Bight, that was that stupid planet that they visited in Episode 8 where they freed all those little dog-like ponies. Ugh. Anyways, as, <laughs> as a rocket... As, as a cargo ship rockets across the galaxy to Canto Bight, the deckhands on board trade stories about legendary Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker, but are the stories of the iconic, mysterious uh, Luke Skywalker true or merely tall tales passed from one corner of the galaxy to another? Is Skywalker really a famous Jedi hero, an elaborate, an elaborate charlatan, or even part of a droid? The deckhands will have to decide for themselves when they hear the legends of Luke Skywalker, a collection of myths and tall tales about legendary Jedi Luke Skywalker. I don't know. It could be good. I have heard, you know, Star Wars is... Star Wars, I think, was in a bad spot after Episode Eight came out. Whether you liked it or not, you know, whatever. But a lot of people didn't like it. Solo was a very meh movie. Like, I didn't hear many complaints about it. But I didn't hear anyone raving about it either. And for me, I wasn't a huge fan of Solo, but it was okay. Now, I've heard The Mandalorian that has just come out has been phenomenal. People have been really excited about that. Like I said, the game that just came out has been really, really good. So Star Wars is still producing good stuff. At You know, it's still, it's still, going, it's still going strong. We'll see what Episode Nine ends up being like. I don't know, that, that s- sequel trilogy just hasn't has not been the greatest for a lot of people and it's definitely not my favorite either but this could be good i think this would definitely be something to check out especially if you love manga and you love star wars it's definitely one that you're going to want to see like i said window for that is january 2020 so be prepared for that now moving on into some anime gaming so we're going to talk a little bit more about the fairy tale game because there was a ton of ton of articles and a ton of new information that came out about fairy tale probably first and foremost the most important is they announced five more uh playable characters that will be in the game you're gonna have sting which is awesome you know he's the current guild master of Sabretooth. then after sting you have uh sharia blendy then you got rogue then you got kagura mikazuchi and then you got our favorite ichiya and his perfume. He was always Natty's favorite from the Blue Pegasus. So good characters. I'm, I'm actually glad with the 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 entire character lineup that they've announced. And you know they've been announcing. I think that makes a total of about 15, 15 characters or so that they've announced, and they've all seemed to be good characters in my opinion. So they've also announced some kind of gameplay gameplay with it as well so they're gonna have what's called a unison raid which is basically you can do a combination magic attack between two characters which will be cool uh they'll have something called awakening which basically is a power up for your for your character you know it'll drastically enhance the character's abilities you know for a fixed window of time and then they have what's called mode change which as a strength and state that can be used by some characters, not all, but some will be able to do a mode change. And then you'll have what's called super magic, and that'll be Makarov. He'll back you up using super magic, and it has a fixed chance of being activated through continued magic cooperation. So I'm guessing you have some sort of magic gauge that'll 
that'll build up once you fill it all the way. Basically, you'll have some sort of mat, special magic attack, kind of like in Jump Force. When you when you've built up your your what is it? You're like energy enough. You have like a special attack that you can use really once or twice per battle because once you hit someone with that, it takes out like half their damage. So I'm, I imagine it'll be something similar to that. Now, other things with this game. So uh, Keisuke uh, Kikuchi, who is the you know one of the Koei Tecmo producers of the game, he just he was talking about how this game has been is basically the result of lots of anime games. From, bo- from both past and present that have really helped create this game. They, you know, they said they've studied the manga and the anime and all the attacks and how they wanted to incorporate it in. And basically just said they've put a ton of time and consideration and thought into, into the characters. Who's going to be in it? What attacks are they going to be able to use? And from the, from the trailer, I think it looks like a pretty good game. I'm, I'm excited to play it. The other thing that gives me a lot of hope for this game is Mashima, we talked about this, you know, when they first announced that the game was coming out, but Hiro Mashima has, they said that he's been a big asset to the game. He has been heavily, heavily involved with, with what was going to come out in this game. So he's, you know, he was helping choose which story arcs it was going to cover, which characters were going to be playable and, you know, such stuff like that. So I love that they got the creator involved with it because nobody knows it better than the man who created it. So I love that, and I think it's going to be a great game. I can't wait to play it when it does come out. Um, and it, that will be available for PS4 and Nintendo Switch sometime next year. Hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping for maybe summertime. That way it gives me time to go through Final Fantasy VII, you know, peacefully. So anyways, moving on from that, Dragon Ball Z. <coughs> Excuse me. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, you know, the other PS4 game that will be coming out early next year, January 17th, it does have, is its release date. So they're doing something I thought was kind of interesting. Dragon Balls, of course, will be a part of the game like it always is. And it's, it's kind of <clears throat> kind of fun to see that, <clears throat> excuse me, Dragon Balls have had, in some games they have a big part to do with the game and in others, not really so much. So in this, they're doing something pretty cool where you can actually get, collect all seven Dragon Balls and you'll be able to revive some of Goku's enemies like Cell or Frieza or Boo. And they said that the purpose of doing this was to give players another side quest and things that they could do without just barreling through the story. Because we all know the story of Dragon Ball Z. We've seen it a billion times. And no matter how many times, at least I see it, I can sit down and watch any episode of Dragon Ball Z and not be bored. I love it. It's it's so good. And same thing with the games. It's like they recreate a game, it seems like, for every system. And you're going through the same story over and over again. But it's still fun. So that, I like that they've thrown this little, this little sidestep in it. So basically, when you bring back one of Goku's main enemies, um, you'll be able to collect from him what is called a soul emblem. And basically, you can use that to do another side story, side mission. So, kind of cool. Something something interesting that I thought was worth talking about. And again, that will be a fun one to play. I don't know if I'll get that one immediately. The past couple Dragon Ball games that I've bought, I haven't, I haven't been disappointed with any of them. I liked both Dragon Ball Xenoverse 1 and 2. Even though they were... 
they were really close to being pretty much the same game, but they were fun. And Dragon Ball Fighter Z was fantastic. That was actually one that Nancy would play with me, and that one we had we had a ton of fun playing that game together. So, anyways, that is kind of all the news we have for the week. So we're just gonna go over really quick top ten currently anime, currently airing anime like we do every week, just because it's pretty fun to see how that how they rank and how they move up. Number one, still Vinland Saga, it's going strong as always. Number two, One Piece. Three, Dr. Stone, which, again, another great series that came out this year that we love. My Hero Academia is uh, still going strong at number four. Detective Conan has been sitting at five for the past couple weeks. Ace of Diamonds is the one that kind of surprises me at sitting at sixth place because I just feel like not – there's really not – I don't feel like there's that many people that like baseball. Maybe that's – maybe I'm just not paying attention, but I – I've always felt like baseball is not as popular a sport as some of the other ones, but, you know, the anime's done really well. That's a problem, too. When you think like that, you are thinking <coughs> maybe here just America, but you need to think that we well, have baseball's all over the world that like sports. So maybe yeah, well, baseball's the- probably biggest here in the U.S., and I know baseball is actually really big in Japan. In fact, my uncle wrote a book about kind of baseball relationships between the U.S. and the Japanese at one point, and he... He lived in Japan for like nine years, and that's kind of going off topic. But <laughs> anyways, Ace of Diamonds sitting at number six. Then you got Konoto Tomari still sitting at seven. Beastars, which again, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. This is the dark version of Zootopia sitting at number eight. And then you got High Score Girl season two. And I think, I don't know, like I said, every week I keep seeing that, and I keep thinking I'm going to watch that one as soon as I finish Fist of the North Star, but just because it keeps calling it's calling to me it's calling to me just the whole fact of knowing they play um street fighter and things like that just seems like it'd be a fun one to watch and then food wars sitting at 10th and again just a reminder toonami is doing the food wars marathon right after thanksgiving this this week so happy thanksgiving to everyone and get ready for the big the big uh food wars marathon because it's coming it's coming fast and get ready for the big turkey (laughs) so anyways we're going to talk a little bit about the series we're currently watching natty has started a new series this week and i watched the first two episodes with her it is a shoujo and i'm not shoujo's not my style but i don't mind sitting there watching them with her but you know, we watched in 2010, so it's not new. Yeah, it's not new, but it, it, I think it's new on Netflix. I don't think it's been on Netflix for very long. I don't think so either. So she found it on Netflix. Watch it. It's, it's made summer. And I watched the first two episodes with her, and then she just watched like the next 15 without me. So, <laughs> anyways, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? So it's like you said, it's just like a romantic um, type of series from. Um, like the high school type sorry and if you like that type you will love this one it's just like these super t- tough girl and she's like i can do everything myself she's the student body president too. yes and then and she she's hates like guys. super independent she doesn't hate them yeah she does that well okay so i saw like i said i saw two episodes and at the start she it was a school that was originally a boys only school and then they have like a few girls join in and she was chosen as class president so she wanted to convert this um, school or high school to have a better um, reputation. So that way they could get more girls. Um, <laughs> so right. it's just fun. 
a guy that everyone is in love with. He falls falls in love with her because she's different and and she works at this um, cafe that you would dress as you would dre dress up as a May. So then it's just fun and it will make you laugh. It will make you fall in love. It's just a cute one so you should go and check it out i'm in episode 16 so i still have 10 more to go and so i hope for next week i'm done with it and i can tell you more about it but so far uh, it's just that type that it keeps you going and it's like oh my heck i want to know what's going on and you can stop yeah see uh like i said if you're a shoujo fan this is a good one for you shoujo's like i said are more I wouldn't say they're four girls, but they seem a little more girly than anything. So, <laughs> which I have, I knew a kid once that would really like shoujo. So, anyways, if you like shoujo's, check it out. Like I said, I saw the first two episodes; I thought it was okay. But, anyways, that's one. So last week we had a new episode of Doctor Stone. Nathy, what did you think about that? Oh my heck, I love it! It's just getting to that. Oh, I think with Doctor Stone, even if we just have one episode, I still get get excited because they always have something going on, and it's just amazing. <laughs> That's true. You know, sometimes if there's only one episode, it's hard to get like hooked into it. Yeah. But where it's only one episode a week on this, it's just always interesting. So, And it's like, I love to pretend and act like I know what they're talking about. I don't even know if what they're talking about is actually real science. I mean, I imagine so, but <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just a fun series. Definitely one worth watching. It's Things are starting to get heated up. They're get, they're now preparing for the, the war with Tsukasa because it's now gone into wintertime. And, you know, it just goes over what's... One of the things I like about the series is it really emphasizes what science is, which is nothing more than trial and error when it comes to inventing and creating new things. Mm -hmm. And it's and just everyone has something to to, um, contribute. to contribute. Yeah, yeah. It's just been a fun series. It's I definitely recommend checking it out. Like I said last week, it's it's in my top top three for best new anime for the year and it's and it's just gonna keep going and i can pretty much guarantee this one's gonna get more seasons than just one so it's a good one now another series that i started this week is i actually found the new pokemon series i found and watched the first episode and uh honestly i was pretty impressed i actually really liked it so the, it starts out where basically ash ketchum gets a flyer saying he want that Professor Oak is holding a special camp where he's inviting kids to come learn more about Pokemon. And so he takes them into the forest to kind of observe Pokemon. Of course, Ash being the lazy butt that he is, he oversleeps and and misses it, just like he did the first time and almost didn't get his first his starting Pokemon and ended up with Pikachu. And at the same time, in this episode, you meet Go, who is going to be Ash's kind of new friend. And you meet Professor Sakuragi's daughter, who is also like a, a kind of another... She's I think she's almost going to be like the Misty. Like, I think Go's going to be like the Brock, or more maybe more so like the Gary. So Go, even as a little, little brat, he knew a ton about Pokemon and was really excited about Pokemon. And when he gets... And since he was part of that... Uh, special Pokemon camp with Professor Oak. He goes out and he starts observing Pokemon with the Sakuragi girl. And the very first thing he sees is Mew absolutely 
toying with and destroying a Nido King, which was actually really awesome. And so after he sees Mew, he starts chasing it and following it. You see Mew transforming into all these other Pokemon using Mimic or Copycat, whatever the attack is, to copy all these attacks. And uh, he just has a really incredible experience about Mew, with Mew. And I thought that was really awesome. Well, at the same time in this episode, you also learn a little bit about Pikachu and where she came. I don't know if Pikachu is considered a he or she, but where it came from. So and it starts out with, with it being a Pichu. And it explains how most Pokemon like to travel in groups and be kind of working families and all this and that. But Pichu was all by itself. Somehow Pikachu ended up getting adopted into a little family of Kangaskhan. So it has like a Kangaskhan brother and it sits around and it's in the mama's pouch with the other Kangaskhan. And uh, eventually when they both started growing and Pichu got too big, you know, while they're sleeping at night, she leaves. And as she leaves, she evolves into Pikachu and then three years later ends up with Professor Oak and taken as Ash's Pikachu. Overall, I think the episode was really good and has a lot going for it. Episode two came out yesterday, which was a Sunday, and I haven't seen it. I don't know, I don't know if, it's, if it's available with subtitles at the moment, but hopefully I'll be able to watch it this weekend. Hopefully it'll be available somewhere. And, uh, and I, it's definitely one worth watching. And the cool thing is, the thing that I like is they're introducing mythical Pokemon right off the bat. I know in the original Pokemon series, you see Ho-Oh in that first episode, but that's pretty much the only mythical Pokemon you see until you watch the Pokemon the first movie with Mew and Mewtwo. So I think it's cool. And I know that the second, ep- I can't remember if it was the second or third episode when they released the episode synopsis a couple weeks ago, they talked about Lugia being coming coming into the scene pretty early. So I think that's going to be really cool. It's definitely one, if you can find it, it's definitely one to watch. I really like it, especially if you like Pokemon. I think this is going to be back in back on track with almost like the way the original series was. It's kind of got that same feeling, but with updated art and awesome. updated series. I just think it's going to be good. I know Shield and Sword has had its own, you know, set of issues and complaints this past couple weeks. Well, past week, week and a half since since it came out, but I think the anime is gonna is gonna be a, a big hit, honestly. So, anyways, I just want to talk a little bit about that, and then My Hero Academia. We didn't we didn't end up watching the new episode this past week. Yeah, we'll we'll watch it and we'll save it for maybe for another week, so we have two episodes to watch. Get gets us a little more excited on it. Uh, anyways. I did watch more of the Fist of the North Star, and man, it's getting really good. It's it's funny. I was telling Nancy earlier today. It's like it's getting to the part where it's more exciting than it's been in any other part. But at the same time, it's like I don't feel a ton of excitement to watch it at times. And you hit that point where it's like, okay, something needs to happen, or I'm gonna need a break. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the crazy thing. I think what's happening now has been good. Like a lot of this past week, on probably the ten or so episode, ten, fifteen episodes I watched. You know, you start to learn more about Raul's past, who is like Ken, like I said, Kenshiro's big, you know, uh, nemesis, who happens also happens to be his oldest brother, and uh, and you end up learning a lot about his past and how he became so strong, and then he actually you actually find out that Raul actually fears Kenshiro, and Kenshiro er, Raul has never felt fear in his whole life except one other time, and you know, it's it's just it's it's a great series. I really like it. 
and I've just gotta I've just gotta bust it out and finish it because it is it's definitely one worth watching. I've really liked Fist of the North Star. So it's like there's been a lot that's been happening, but more than anything, it's kind of like a you're learning about the past of some of these bigger characters. One thing I I, I don't know if I like or hate about Fist of the North Star is this it does have a lot of really good characters and a lot of characters that you you'll end up thinking are really cool and then a lot of them end up dying which like I said it's 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 cool because at the same time those deaths really feed into Kenshiro and make him stronger and you know better as a person and who he is and, but at the same time it's like he loses really good friends and things like that so it it both sucks and it's cool but anyways if you haven't seen that and you're wanting one that you can just binge for for a couple weeks check it out it's a, it's a great series so anyways that's our episode for today hope you enjoyed it please check us out on uh on twitter and instagram plus ultra anime 38 and hope to see you again next week like i said we do one episode every week so you know come check us out we really appreciate you listening and hope you have a good week bye guys and a happy thanksgiving see you (laughs)